All right, so to kind of end this episode and to end Olympic coverage this time around, which again, sad face, I want to talk about my overall thoughts on the U.S.'s uh, bronze medal result, just the tournament in general. I've already talked a little bit about how I think Canada was the really quiet team in this tournament despite having won it. Like I said, I don't think Canada scored more than two goals in this tournament, and if they did score two, I believe it was only one time. I think it was against Chile they scored two. But for the rest of the tournament, they had a minority of the possession normally, and they didn't, and they let their opponents really have most of the shots too. So they either won games on penalties or they just scored a goal, and they didn't really attract a lot of attention, and they just quietly went through this tournament and ended up winning it all, which I think surprised the hell out of me and a lot of other people. And going into this tournament, I thought, okay, the U.S. is probably going to be one of the favorites. You could make a case for Sweden, obviously, because they're an amazing team, Great Britain as well. But I didn't think Canada really had that much of a shot, and they still managed to get their way up to the top. So good on them for that. It's a big win for them. Now, moving into the U.S. part of this entire equation... This might be an unpopular opinion, but I think that them actually winning the bronze was a very positive note. I know that the expectation for them going into this tournament and really every tournament, and you could make an argument for every game, is to go ahead and win it. But having said that, this being Vladko's first major tournament, this being a team that was pretty hurt going into this tournament, or recovering from injury, I should say, including Tobin Heath and Juliards who had just come off of injuries and then having a smaller roster size where you didn't quite have as much room to gel with. And then also on top of that, playing a ton of games only two days apart. When you combine all of those things and despite the U.S. not playing very well, coming away with a bronze medal I'd say is a success just with all those factors in mind. And having said all of that, I, I want to say that I was surprised because... Nobody in the team really stood out for me in this tournament. Like, nobody made a giant impact, or at least in my mind. If I had to pick one player to me that probably played the best, and this is a pretty weak argument on my point, I would almost say Roosevelt was probably my favorite for that in this tournament. However, if you came up to me and you told me that Carly Lloyd was better, Megan Rapinoe was better, Julia Ertz is better. I probably wouldn't argue with you because nobody just nobody stood head and shoulders above the rest of the squad, which was very uncharacteristic for the U.S. Like nobody really grabbed the bull by the horns and ended up just guiding the team to victory, other than Lloyd and Rapinoe each scoring a double for the team in the bronze medal match. But it was just very uncharacteristic to see for the U.S. And not only that, but I touched upon this earlier, the fact that they it didn't really quite seem like they were able to play their game in this tournament. As I've said before, they used to really love to, and I think they still do, love to be on the front foot. They love to attack a lot, and you can really see that evidenced in getting their fullbacks in support and getting in crosses with their central midfielder kind of dropping into a three-back. But they weren't able to really do that that often in this tournament, and I don't know if it's just because their opponents had played really, really well, which... I would argue that's probably the reason, or if they just ended up changing the game plan before they went to this tournament, which that could be too. I'm going to go with the former on this one. But anyways, when you change the plan or if other teams are playing really, really well, it's like, wow, since the plan went to hell in that case, I think it really discombobulated them to some extent. I don't think that they got as many clear-cut chances as they're used to having sprinkling a few times of hitting the bar in the post and that kind of hurts confidence as well so 
take that for what you will. But other than that, I want to say that the other thing that really stuck out to me was the 10 goals disallowed that they had due to being offside. I think it really crushed them because a lot of those offside calls could have been avoided if they just waited just one second, just one second. I mean, some of these calls were super, super close. It's not like they were offside by three, four feet in these cases. And I think that the line was just, the forward line was just lacking a little bit of discipline in that respect. And I think it really cost them going down the stretch. I think they were disallowed more goals than they actually scored in this tournament. Let me do some mental math. Actually, no, they scored more goals than they were disallowed. But anyways, the fact that it was that close and the fact that they got to double digits in that respect was pretty uncharacteristic for them. Having said that, I have to give it to them. In the last two matches, they were only offside twice. So take that for what it's worth. I think it improved as the tournament went on down the stretch. But in the group stage, it was pretty bad leading into... The knockout round so i don't know what the future of the team is going to look like in that respect but it seems like at least ending the tournament they got that corrected but it's still momentum killer overall especially when you're trying to play in games that you're just you gotta win like in the quarterfinals when they barely won and in the in other group stage matches where that were really really close like against australia it's just those those things matter those things matter uh, another headline i want to mention before wrapping up the episode is I actually want to give mad props to Lynn Williams in the quarterfinals without her stellar performance with the goal and the assist. I don't think the U S actually wins that game because Vivian Miedema was on the warpath, but Lynn Williams has been under a lot of scrutiny from a lot of the fandom myself included at times. And to see her perform well was just really, it was really great. It was really nice. I think it was a really excellent moment for her, especially in 2019 when she didn't go to the World Cup and when she was originally an alternate in this case for the Olympics. Seeing her shine and getting her moment, it was just really cool. I support all Oso players, and if they can perform well, great. And in this case, Lynn Williams' performance against the Netherlands fit that bill. So good on her for that. Really happy she was able to help the U.S. get to the semis because without her, I don't know if uh, I don't know if the story would have been the same. Other final thoughts before getting into the end of this episode. It was kind of going back on what I was saying earlier on how the team, nobody in the team really stood out in this case. I want to point out the Mua sisters. I was actually really surprised to see, I thought Sam Mewis was going to have like a much larger impact, right? Like going into this tournament, I was really high on Sam Mewis. A lot of times player people, myself included, viewed her as the world's best going into this tournament and i don't think she really played all that well did she play poorly absolutely not but did she play great not really she didn't play like how i expected her to i guess but then again maybe i should have tempered my expectations going at the door maybe it's not fair for me to expect her to score five six goals and have a ton of assists so i mean maybe that's more of a reflection on me than it was on the performance but i guess i was just surprised to see samuels not make nearly as much of an impact as i think a lot of us thought she might am i picking on her in this case saying that she performed badly no absolutely not but on the other hand she didn't exactly play great as well but then again you could say the same for the entire team so take that for what you will everybody um you could say it for a lot of different players it's just that's just one that stuck out in my mind and then also christy mewis with how well christy mewis had been playing in the aggregate of her matches leading all the way back from november to now 
I'm surprised that we didn't see a little bit more of her, especially since the midfield, that being Roosevelt, uh, Julia Ertz, Lindsay Horan, and Sam Mewis got a ton of playing time and likely would have benefited from a little bit more rest. I'm surprised we didn't get to see Kristen Mewis a little bit more, especially considering that she, in my mind at least, played pretty well for the entirety of leading up to the Olympics. You can make an argument there's a game or two she didn't play all that well, but I'm just surprised we didn't see her get more minutes in this case. Am I bummed and do I think it would have made a big difference? Not sure. We'll never know. But I think that she definitely could have helped the squad in that respect. But everybody will have different thoughts on that. Last thing I'll say before wrapping up the episode. I'm curious to see what the future of the team is going to be like now that a lot of these players are starting to get into the twilight of their careers. Arlo White and Julie Foudy talked a little bit about this at the conclusion of some of these games. But... In particular, Megan Rapinoe and Carly Lloyd, those are the two big question marks in my mind in terms of will they retire, will they not. Carly Lloyd, I wouldn't be surprised if she wanted to stick around for the next two years until the next World Cup. Megan Rapinoe, I'm not sure what she'll do, and I don't think either of them know at this point either. Having said that, I think them winning a bronze and coming out with a bang with them each scoring a brace was a good end to their careers, and they're both very illustrious careers, very very high achieving career so if we did see them play their last games i will be forever grateful for them to them as a fan because they have brought a lot of joy to us all especially with carly lloyd's performance in the 2015 world cup and the hat trick and megan rapino's performances in the 2019 world cup it was a sight to see it it was very entertaining for all fans to watch so good on them for that but i have a feeling we haven't seen quite the last of them but my friends I want to know what you make of the overall thoughts, or what are your overall thoughts on the Olympics? Who is your favorite player? Who do you think performed best? Any surprises? What do you think the future of the team is going to be? Whatever you think, you know where the comment section is. Let me know.